Today's reading is Mark 16. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so they could go and anoint the body of Jesus. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they went to the tomb. They were asking one another, Who will roll the stone from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, even though it was extremely large. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they put him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So the women left the tomb and ran away, trembling and bewildered. And in their fear, they did not say a word to anyone. This is God's word. After Jesus was crucified, Matthew 17, 57-61 records that Joseph of Arimathea, a wealthy man who became a disciple of Jesus, received permission from Pilate to bury Jesus' body. Remember that Jesus died on Friday, and that in the Jewish world, Sunset marked the beginning of the next day. That sunset meant the start of Saturday, and if they had taken time to properly embalm Jesus' body, they would be breaking the Sabbath command. So Joseph, with the help of Nicodemus, according to John 19, 38 and 40, wrapped Jesus' body in a clean cloth with some spices, we see that in John 20, verse 40, and placed it into the tomb Joseph had purchased for his own burial. In today's reading from Mark 16, Three women came on Sunday morning to do the job right, according to verses 1 through 3. The stone in front of the door to the cave seems to have been a standard practice, since the opening of Lazarus' tomb also required the moving of a stone. We see that in John chapter 11, verse 39. The women were concerned that no one would be there to roll the stone away for them, according to verse 3, but that turned out to be a non-issue. Jesus had risen from the dead, we saw that in verses 6 and 7, And angels were there waiting to give the news to the women and to the disciples. This is how the gospel according to Mark ends, with the announcement of Jesus' resurrection and a record of the fear the women experienced. That seems like a strange ending, which is why the other verses were added by well-meaning Christians in later manuscript copies. But Mark is complete as it is, ending at verse 8, because it records the resurrection of Jesus. The resurrection of Christ is just as essential to his story and our faith as his crucifixion is. Paul told us that in 1 Corinthians 15. And he said that without the resurrection, there is no forgiveness of sins. That's 1 Corinthians 15, verse 17. Without it, there is no hope of eternal life, according to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 17. No resurrection means that our faith is a lie, according to verse 14. And the apostles are all liars, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 15. Fortunately, Jesus did rise from the dead, as we read here in Mark chapter 16. The fact that his disciples were willing to be persecuted and even martyred for Jesus is a key point on the subject of the resurrection. These were the same men who abandoned him and fled when he was betrayed. Peter, who denied Jesus three times, later gave his life for Jesus, as did many of the other early disciples. They were willing to do that because they saw the resurrected Lord. Having seen him, they knew that his testimony about himself was true and that promises he made guaranteed eternal life to those who believed in him. 
As 1 Corinthians 15, 21 through 22 says, For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. This is the hope that will sustain you through the trials and problems of life. It will encourage you when those you'd love die. And it will calm your fears when the time comes for you to die. Jesus rose from the dead, and he promises to raise each of us from the dead when he returns. There is no fear, no problem in life, nothing that is bigger than that. It is a promise that you can hold on to and that will hold you no matter what life has in store for you. So I hope this encourages you today. And we'll see you next time. May God bless you.